Okay, ladies, welcome back to another episode of It's a Debate Podcast, season two. Now, before we begin, I want to address our fans. We've had so many people in our DMs asking us to go weekly, um, but we all have entrepreneurial efforts. So we won't be able to do that just yet, but we hear you, and it might be a consideration for season three. With it. I was gonna go with it. Uh, see if you can edit around that. DMs are flooded. <laughs> DMs are flooded. We All need right. more. We need more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. All right, um, let's introduce ourselves. Alana? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, y'all. It's Alana. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Alex. Hey y'all, it's Christy. Hey y'all, it's Lindsay. <laughs> Paige here. Hey y'all, it's Tiani. All right, we got the whole crew here this week. And to start us off, we have a special topic. Paige, what is it? What are we talking about? What is it? Now, people keep asking me who is the number one male Black artist? I mean, actor, and they, they give me two names, Denzel or Will Smith. I cannot pick either because the answer is Jamie Foxx. Boom. The answer is Jamie Foxx. So I want to know, like, who do you guys think is the top male actor? All right, we're going to go alphabetical, Alana. Hit me. Okay, because I'm ready to hit y'all with Motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, motherfucking Samuel yes. L. Jackson. Yes. Like I just wanted to channel my inner inner Samuel. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Motherfucking snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> if Samuel L. didn't have you at Pulp Fiction, he had you on snakes at a plane. If he didn't have you on snakes at a plane, he had you on Django. Okay, so. I'm with you there. The rap sheet, you feel me, <laughs> is never ending. Okay, I'm sure, so I'm not sure snakes with a plane should be on our list. No, I was like, I feel like it was not a cinematic classic. I, wow, guys. But if I said the line, you would know what I'm talking about. So Alex, you know what exactly? No, I've never seen that movie, <laughs> and yet you know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you do? Yes. <laughs> You do okay. <laughs> I am of the team Denzel Washington. You feel how you want to. It's Team Denzel over here. Mm-hmm. Oh. So those two very good. Um, I'm gonna go with a new person. I really like Jonathan Majors. From our Lovecraft, Lovecraft, Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. Um, but okay, okay, Christy, I'm with you. But we're talking best. I know. <laughs> they already said. So I would have gone. I watched anything with Denzel, and I'll definitely watch Jamie because he's gonna give me action comedy singing. You know. So if I can't say those two, I'm gonna go new. Okay. <laughs> 
So I really like um, Jonathan Majors and what he's been in. I really didn't know that man's name, but I really do like him. Yeah, he was giving in that cowboy movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The harder they fall, the harder they fall. And thank you. What is his range? County. If because... anybody watched the Marvel series, what if series? He's in. There. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I have not. On Loki at hold the on, very hold end. Hold on, hold on. Wait, are we? Are we? Lindsay said it's her medical. Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, right. Just follow on the rules here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I will go with Denzel Washington too. And um, I'm also going to go with somebody who was definitely following behind his footsteps, even though we said once and somebody said Denzel. I'm going to say rest in peace to one of our Bison brothers, like Chadwick Boseman oh, definitely yes. had some great hits and he was truly an artist live um c- cinematic all of that stuff so i will go with him agree good choice good choice good choice, good choice. all right page peace yeah i'm i'm still stuck on jamie because <laughs> the range is there the comedy is there the singing it's there the face it's there he just gives me everything and every time I watch him I believe him versus watching the Fresh Prince fight robots because that's all I see when I see Will Smith I can't do it I cannot do it Ali the Fresh Prince boxing wow wow the Fresh Prince training Venus. What Serena. movies have you done lately? <laughs> has anyone watched Venus and Serena? Right. Just it's good. Has anyone watched the disrespectful page? That's disrespectful. Oh. Richard, King Richard. King Richard, Richard yeah. The movie was good. good. I do want to watch it. It was really good. Hey, is it my turn now? He just shaved. Yes, <laughs> uh, honorable mention to both Chatwood Bozeman and Jonathan Majors, because Jonathan Majors and Loki. And I'm not trying to ruin that for anybody, but Jonathan Majors and Loki gave a soliloquy that will blow everybody's mind. Um, I would like to double down on Paige's uh, choice, which is Jamie Foxx, because a lot of people do not give him the credit that he deserves from Ray Charles. Okay, he played the bejesus out of Ray Charles. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he has that type of range to play actual people that sang, he, he was Ray Charles so well that Kanye West took his voice instead of actually paying for a Ray Charles sample and a Ray Charles song. I'm just saying, Jamie Foxx is the clear and obvious winner here, okay? I do love the getting jiggy with it, alien shooting guy, but if I want an action flick, I want I want Jamie Foxx. The Fresh Not Prince by Alien. Alien. Uh, so if I think of action, I'm not calling Jamie Foxx. However, I do think he is a great actor. No, but action no. movie. Action? He did like one action in one of them movies. What? He did that power movie on Netflix, Power Something. But he oh, like, oh, no. That was good. No. Too. And it was cute. Oh, that doesn't count. That's all I got for him. He, he does action around him. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's right. not, not jumping off the building. He's in the... Exactly. 
He but did he did one where he saved the president. I've, I don't know the name of it. It's not White House Down. It's the other one. Was it believable? Like yes. White House Down. I, yes. They're the all president? believable, Alex. What are you doing? Oh, okay, okay. Let's be real, though. Let's be real. When we think about award-winning movies, that's and and people who ascend across generations and genres and genres is Denzel yeah. Washington. It is. No, but, but I, I just agree with that. I agree with that. Denzel Washington is the same in every movie. Yes. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting ranged from Denzel. So you got Preacher's Wife. You got the same in Preacher's Wife and Safe House. Yes. yes. No. <laughs> no. He was a fallen no. angel. He was a fallen angel. Wife. So from it's Preacher's the, Wife to Training movie. Day, that's the same Denzel? Right. No. It's, it's a derivative, though. The thing is, is that Denzel, Denzel, I think you're just mad he looks the the same after 50 years. That's what you're mad about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that people write roles around Denzel. Yeah. Right. And like he's that that type of actor. And I think that it limits his range versus like uh, um, Jamie Foxx and who else? Why am I blanking on Sing Something? Oh, Samuel. Samuel. Samuel L. Jackson. I feel like they really just be doing any and everything. And Samuel L. Jackson always plays a Samuel L. Jackson or somebody <laughs> loud and boisterous. Yeah, he hasn't played a crackhead My since Denzel. the nineties. No. He hasn't played a crackhead since the nineties. No. Don't do him like that. Yeah. No. What's you the What's the girl? What was the movie where he, the girl was chained up? He played in that one. Oh, I know what you're talking oh. about. But I can't think of what it's called. Mamba, Black Mamba. Oh, Black Mamba. Is that what it was? Called? Mm-hmm. Something along the hold on. Something like that. Mamba. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say because I pulled up Jamie Foxx's uh, movies, and I'm sorry, like I'm I'm going to double down. Law Abiding Citizen was a burn. So good movie. Annie, so good. Spider Man. Uh, the new Robin Hood was all right. Spider Man. What was he? Spider Man. Dream Girls. He was like Dream me with. The Electric Guy. Dream Girls. Oh. The solo is like this guy has hits. Let me tell you, uh, one, that's great. But so, so does Denzel, and so does Samuel L. Jackson. Denzel so has I'm, hits. I'm, I'm glad. No, Denzel has, has a hits, But he's the same. Like the person that he gave us in Fences was the detective in no, uh, no, in that bank robber movie. No. He was yes. the same. He just has a very calm demeanor, but his character was not the same. Every time he plays a it's cop, that. he plays the same type of cop. Every, it's every, not, every, every, every giving. time. It's not he giving. always plays a cop. It's okay. We'll you let guys want to know what's yeah. crazy? We'll let the listeners decide. How about that? My, my mom said that Denzel was almost my daddy, but she didn't meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of women say that. Please, that man is married, and we respect marriage around here. That man is married. That was the part with Washington family. Who is her mama? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, Fun fact, my mom um, lived either below or above him in the same apartment complex when they were growing up. So she like, my grandmother. He had a closer chance than Okay. Did. So that was almost <laughs> your daddy. No, he was, with, he's been with his wife for a very long time. Well, that maybe hundred years. Long, long time. This is great. Oh, I don't think he I really like his son. I don't think anybody had a chance while uh, Mrs. Washington was around. Paula, I'm Paula pretty sure he was Paula? caught up in a couple cheating scandals. Oh, I think probably. it is Paula. Oh, no, he has not. Maybe. Maybe we'll find out about them. Um, Later on, 
Maybe might be an MLK story. Yeah, because no. he, he's actually famous for going <laughs> and doing an interview. Sorry. He's doing an interview that says, I'll never leave my wife. My wife might leave me, but I'll never leave my wife. That don't What's that got to do with how you treat her? That's not... No, he just said something. <laughs> oh, my God. Fine. Whatever. I don't know how we got on that part. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to give oh, a sidebar that. real quick. I really like his son, too. I wouldn't put him at the oh, top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah, is a good Okay. Actor. Outside of that one movie he did with Zendaya, what else has he been in? He was in Tenet. He, he was, was in Ballers. He was in Clansman. And I hated him. The Clansman. Clans yeah, the okay. Black Clansman. I haven't yeah. seen those. I saw oh, that Black Clansman. And I hated him in it. So Really? Yeah, um, I like him. I hated oh, that movie. movie. I was going to say this, though, guys. Guess who deserves it? I couldn't connect the dots anyway. It was a little too eclectic, I'm not saying. <laughs> the movie but was all so the rest of his movies was good. Guess who really deserves credit as we talk about black actors? Who? Spike Lee. Shout out to you, Spike. Really? Yes. He deserves credit for his direction and his production. Oh, put people on. Yes. He put, because he is the reason we really have Samuel. Yes. Yeah. He gave Samuel his first chance. Mm All right. All right, ladies. That was a really invigorating discussion. We will take it to the gram. <laughs> so for this episode, we have another really riveting discussion. Should kids be raised in traditional gender roles? On the affirmative, we have Lindsay. Boom, 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 boom. And on negative, we have Alana. All right, ladies, you know how this goes. Okay, Lindsay, affirmative. Let's go. All right. So I am arguing that you should raise your kids based on traditional gender roles. And this was kind of hard, but I want you to follow me. We're going to do a little timeline walk, okay? You may think that I'm going to discuss that we should raise our kids based on men do this, Women do this. Oh, no. I'm going to discuss the traditional gender roles that I know about. And tradition, when we think about the word tradition, we think of something that has been established for a long time. So the first thing I went to was looking up when women entered the workforce. Because when women entered the workforce, I believe that's when traditional gender roles started to change slowly but surely. Women entered the workforce, or this is when they started saying independent female worker, started in 1819 to 1930. This was not the first, this was the first time women entered the workforce. After that, of course, women still had to fight for equality. Around the 1970s, they started fighting for wages. So for me, I feel like gender roles changed once women entered the workforce. So for me, when I think of gender roles, especially at home and in society, I feel like men and women do really the same things day to day. 
And so that could be taking out the trash, knowing um, how to cook and clean. I know there was a big discussion this week in social media about buying a boy a um, kitchen set. For me, I saw my father and my mother cook. It wasn't my mom cooked. Both of my parents cooked. Um, now, there's one thing when we're talking about gender roles and we have to realize we're not talking about sexuality, okay? Those, those are two totally different conversations. So as I raise my child, whether it's a boy or a girl, you all are going to know how to do similar things. So right now, I'm not really focused on the different activities. Like, boys play football, girls don't. Like, I'm not focused on that piece. I'm more focusing on the gender roles in your day-to-day -day life. <clears throat> and so I do believe it's important that both... Um, so the gender roles I want to identify is that we really do the same thing. So I would be teaching my children, whether they are a male or female, what the expectations are in your household, your day-to-day -day life, how you survive. We're really essentially doing the same thing. Now, there is a difference in gender roles when we are talking about gender roles as African-Americans for me. So there is where I would separate the two. Because first, you see race, black. Then you see male and female. And so... As a black man, the, your family, your friends, they are going to adore you. And you are supposed to be the protector of those, whoever you love and care about. So I would raise my black male son to be the protector. I don't care who he decides to love, you will know that you need to be the protector. But I will also teach my black male son that there are people who are afraid of you who may not have the same skin color as you. So I will also be teaching them how to adjust in society when you're in some uncomfortable situations. Also, there are gender roles for African-American women. Society sees you as the strong black woman. So there are times when you're going to have to do more than a lot of other people will do. There are going to be some times where um, you may want to cry, but you don't because you are the nurturer of the family and so you are there to be supportive to your significant other um you are there to make sure that you have his back as a black man if you choose to marry or whatever a black man because the world will be against him so um for certain basic things as far as gender roles go i will teach both of my children whatever they are male or female the same thing but separately as a black man and a black woman, I do feel that there are certain things that we should teach our children when it comes to um, being in those roles. That's my argument. Thank you, Lindsay. That was definitely a interesting take on what traditional gender roles means. So, uh, Alana, what you got? All right. So. For my assignment for this argument, I believe that we should not be raising our kids based on traditional gender roles. And no, I will not be teetering the line as my fellow cohort did when she was placing her argument. I am taking a hard stance on the negative. So to begin, from the moment that you are born, and honestly, even before, 
children have gender expect expectations forced upon them from every direction, okay? So while a sense of gender identity is a healthy part of a child's development into adulthood, feeling that pressure to act a certain way solely based on your genitalia that you're born with is not okay, all right? So let's define gender, okay? So that everyone's on the same page and establish what this actually means. And no, we're not referring to what is talked about um, at a gender reveal, because that is a big thing now that we are in the 20th century, you know? Um, but, um, and we're also not talking about like when the doctor is announcing to you, oh, here is what I see on the ultrasound. That is not what we're talking about. That is a child's sex. Um, not, they're not reporting the gender of the child, right? So sex is a combination of characteristics, some of which are visible, some of which aren't. Um, so for example, chromosomes determine your sex. Um, the appearance of genitalia, as I mentioned, determines your sex. And then also the presence or absence of genetic differences may cause an intersex condition. So um, that's dependent upon you know, individuals who are able to reproduce and not. So in all honesty, a person's sex is about physical and genetic characteristics, and whereas the gender is cultural, behavioral, and mental. So we place a lot of, at, through society, we're all human, you look at someone and they look as though they are female. And so we automatically placed our own definition of what they should and should not be doing. Same as when you look at someone and you see that they appear to be a male. Okay, so I'm not gonna go into a thesis of details, breaking down the differences and of the various genders. So for example, just overview, look it up if you don't know what these are, but cisgender, transgender, and non-binary. Um, but many different people identify as these types of genders. So to say that kids of any gender, um, kids of any gender would benefit from not being pressured into conforming to those specific stereotypes until they recognize what they themselves identify as and not what someone else is putting on them. I.e. a cisgender little girl shouldn't be forced to only wear pink and wear dresses and play with the Barbie dolls and a cisgender little boy shouldn't be told that they can't play with kitchen sets and that, you know, they can't only play with trucks and wear, you know, certain things that identify them as a little boy. Um, all kids should be allowed to express themselves in a way that best benefits them and you as a parent or guardian should be the ones encouraging them to be their authentic selves um, as they're growing into being decent human beings. That is the bottom line. Boom. Okay, now Lizzie, Alana Lowkey called you out. She said you're teetering the line, okay? Mm -hmm. So now this is your opportunity for rebuttal. What do you have to say? I don't believe I was teetering the line. Essentially, for a very long time, men and women actually do Sim similar activities. But I also want to bring up, according to some of the research that I've done to this early this morning, 
It said that actually traditional gender roles can be very positive because if we're talking about raising children, we're discussing the moment they enter the earth all the way until, well, until your mama say, stop saying I'm the mama. So that's really all your life, right? Your parents are over your entire life. So one reason that it can be positive is that the concepts are very easy for little ones to grasp. Now, this is not to say as your child gets older and starts to voice their opinion that things may not change. But we're talking about from the beginning to the end. So like I said, the concepts are easy for little ones to wrap their heads around. And when they are very young, they don't yet have the ability to um, make those abstract distinctions as my fellow debaters identified. She started to explain some definitions. So if you didn't understand what she was talking about, as she stated before, Google it. Alana? Um, I believe that's my job. Thank you. <laughs> Alana? Y'all are oh, so wow. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> okay. So, in terms of this argument, a traditional gender role is placed upon kids to let them know that the male is responsible for doing certain things, i.e. taking out the trash or fixing things around the house, whereas the female's role is to cook and clean and take care of children. Yes, when we hit, you know, a certain era, we all did see a shift in the United States. I'll speak for where I live. You know what I mean? Because things changed in other countries, but women did start going to work and bringing home money and things of that nature. So yes, maybe in certain instances, you know, the, the male may be cooking and things of that nature. Or even today, there are stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads. I recognize that. However, in the sense of this argument, we're saying that children should be raised in a manner that um, you, excuse me, not we, <laughs> you, you are saying that children should be raised in a manner where the mom is the one cooking, cleaning, and taking care of kids, because that is what a traditional gender role looks like <clears throat> in society. So you cannot say to me, well, my kids, you know, I'm going to teach them this and I'm going to teach them that because that's not part of your argument, ma'am. Your argument is saying they would only be looking at one thing versus the other. And what I am saying is that we need to be open across spectrums so that kids can recognize for themselves as they're growing up, before they get to the mom and dad stage, you know what I mean? If they choose to have their own kids, we should be presenting them with a range of options so that they can identify how they feel most comfortable dressing or how they most feel comfortable um, acting. And, and it doesn't have to look a certain way, the same way we were brought up. You know what I mean? We were told, oh, little girls don't act like that or boys will be boys, things of that nature. That is not healthy. So kids need to be able to express themselves in a way that doesn't confine them to what little girls or little boys should or should not be doing. 
Lindsay. Yeah. You gotta wait. You gotta wait until I introduce. Sorry. Come on, I'm ready. Because we're not <laughs> looking at her face about how children would express themselves. We're discussing how you would raise your kids. And if you remember, at the beginning of my argument, I made a timeline. And so as I talked about the gender roles, they have begun, they started shifting when women went into the workforce, which means that once women went into the workforce, okay, women can work, women can make their own money. No, sir, after you get off, you may not have a hot meal waiting for you at home. So both that's why I said they started to change when both people are doing similar activities daily. And so when I grew up, I saw both of my parents doing similar things. And like you brought up, there were stay-at-home dads. Yes, there are stay-at-home dads that actually started happening in the late 20th century, which is giving you about 19... 80-ish, 90-ish, you started seeing more dads stay home. So if the dad is staying home, now who's going into the workforce? The woman. And guess what? We weren't allowed to wear pants before, but now we have the option. So I didn't, and another change, the teacher, the veteran teachers tell me that they used to have to wear pantyhose. Now, with their skirts, they couldn't have their legs showing. That was then. As I grew up, you didn't have to wear pantyhose. Now, you wore them in certain situations, of course, but they had to wear them every day. So we, if we keep going back, I feel like the gender roles have changed as we are constantly moving through society. So that's why I said for the gender roles, it's really similar. I wanted to identify the difference in gender roles as far as African-American. But yeah, that's it. Alana? The last and final thing that I have to say um, in regards to this argument is that one, there are some households that are more progressive than others, but I think as a whole, people still have stereotypes when it comes to what a certain person should and should not be doing based on their sex. And what I am saying is that beyond that, we should allow people starting as children to recognize how they identify within themselves beyond male and female and allowing them to choose their own identity and not be um, confined to this label that we have placed upon them so that they can decide as they are getting older, what's best for them. <laughs> Compelling arguments. Okay, before we get to voting, Lindsay or Alana, do you have any last words? I think the real question we should be asking ourselves is how comfortable are you if your child decides to veer off into an opposite direction. Like they, they tell you that they want something different than what you identify them as. I feel like that should mm. be the, the question. Mm, 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 mm. Great topic for our final <laughs> discussion. That's a great um, topic. After we vote, I do want to touch on that. Now- That is a good question. Christy always gets stuck with the decision vote. <laughs> Where'd so. Alana go? Alana! Don't run, guys. So to, be, so to be fair to Christy, 
I'm gonna let you go last again. Tiani? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> A friendship, y'all. This is really how it happens. I'm gonna let yeah. you go last again. She said, why mess with tradition? <laughs> my, my, my vote goes for Alana. All right, Alex? My vote is for Alana. Paige? Um, so... I'm not gonna lie, I was confused as hell with both these arguments. They it took me a, a minute to come around, but Lindsay tied it up for me at the end. So I'm gonna go with Lindsay. Ooh, okay. Christy. Oh dang, she really did make you go last. Right. So like the game of Uno, I could choose to be nice. And well, one way, or I could make this a tie mm. and have Tina be the breaker. <laughs> That's right, like send that it back person. to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, for real. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Alana. All right, there we have it. Our winner, Alana. Alana has a really good streak in this podcast for winning. Um, she robbed me in the very first episode. She's had a couple other wins since then. Oh, you got to let that go. Um, <laughs> she ain't. She ain't. Okay, but Lindsay, affirmative. Did you believe what you said? What is your actual she got robbed i don't think y'all really be listening to the argument i think y'all gonna (laughs) but that's just me um so seriously so if i do my own opinion just knowing how i am and how i was raised even though society has gender roles i don't i think everybody really does the same thing am i learning some things that men are supposed to do late in life yes hated that could be because my parents had gender role set up. And when I talk about learn things, I'm talking about like learn how to put oil in my car, learn how to change a tire. Like I'm talking about stuff like that just because there were always men around and that's what you're told. Um, But I do think that there is a deeper discussion when you talk about gender roles in different ethnic groups because that looks different as well. Um, And so I, so I didn't, I would not have believed my argument if I did not do research. And so I was, I was literally, this was the first time I feel like I looked up information um, about uh, gender roles and doing history. So I believe my argument. Mm. Okay, Alana? No offense, because I agree with a lot of what Lindsay said. I'm on the fence about my own argument because although I see that side, I... I don't know. I I am just trying to think about how I would currently be raising my children. Mm. And it isn't like a fine line of, yes, I am raising them this way. And no, I'm not raising them this way. Like it's a fluid process. And so as a parent, you recognize that you're learning as well. Um, and you recognize that your parents did the best that they could and what they knew what was right I mean like based on what they thought was right so but I do think it is important that you don't throw specific do's and don'ts on your children 
i.e. this kitchen set situation like how many men are excellent cooks making buku money you know what I mean like or just cooks in general and like Bam is the cook in our house like (laughs) your girl don't really cook so you know that isn't a traditional gender role like I would be the one who would be doing most of the cooking if it was that case so I don't believe in that traditional gender role mindset I do kind of agree with my argument so I'm done. I'm done. Audience. <laughs> and I wanted to think, and I think one thing to bring up is that traditions change. So that could have yeah, been the mindset of our like great grandparents and grandparents. But mm-hmm. our I feel like our parents were like that generational shift where like the tradition started changing. Because the tradition for these kids growing up is going to be so vast compared to Different. what yeah. we grew up doing so it's just yeah. like that we have to realize that the tradition changes and it's yeah. not when we say tradition for us it's not when our great grandparents grew up that would not be yeah. my tradition mm-hmm. that's true well i'll that's just hard. jump in here for the audience even though i'm a host i'm really <laughs> passionate about this topic i think it's so i really agree with a lot of Lindsay's arguments um But I think for me as a parent, it's just the why. And it's like, as I talk to other friends who have parents, I mean, kids who like they can actually communicate with, I think explaining why to your kids makes such a huge difference in whether or not they're willing to participate in the activity. So I was at the park um, over Thanksgiving holiday and there was an older black gentleman there with, you know, three or four boys and one of the boys screamed as he was going down the slide and it was like a high-pitched scream and he was said and the father yelled you need to stop screaming like a little girl and I'm like you could have simply said you need to stop screaming if you didn't want him to scream it's the like a little girl that I found problematic so again it's like you can have a son and make him mow the lawn you can have a son and make him take off the trash I think the why is a big difference if it's like you have to do this because you're a boy or you can't do this because you're a boy. It's so different than just being like, no, I want you to do this. This is the choice I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the why is more important than the what. In my opinion. I agree. Um, so I would also like to say like to Lindsay, so gender roles, I do think change generationally. Um, And I think my mom tried to do a really good job of not forcing those on me. But I also was the kid growing up who did not like the traditional girly stuff. Mm -hmm. And while my mother didn't force it on me, I heard it all the time from my aunts. You know, Mm -hmm. I was the little girl, I was a daddy's girl. I followed my dad everywhere. So I wanted to do what my dad did. He built stuff, I wanna build stuff. And I will never forget, I must've been like seven or eight. My dad bought me this like pink tool set for Christmas, ecstatic, hype. And my aunts gave him, me and him hell about it. Like, why you buy that girl a tool set? You gonna turn her into a boy? Like, that's what I heard from them all the time. And it was something that, you know, I unknowingly, like was, it was in my ingrained in my brain as I grew up. I hated wearing dresses. I still really, I mean, I wear them occasionally now, but I hated wearing them as a kid. 
I love the fact that my mother, like, you know, she tried the little girly dresses and stuff. And eventually she's just like, girl, I gave up because I think one time I like literally kicked the crinoline out of a dress. She was just like, we're done. You just, <laughs> it's clearly not for you. We're done. And so, but that is something I grew up hearing. Like my aunts were buying me dolls and my mom was like, why do y'all keep buying them? And my mother would like take them back and buy me Legos or something. Um, and so I am very adamant about not forcing those things on your kids because this is what girls like and this is what boys like um, for that reason. Um, but in the sense of more, I guess, broader terms of like men wanting to teach their sons, like who, like Lindsay said, whoever you love, as, a, as my son, I'm training you to be the protector of whoever it is that you are choosing to love. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And as a woman, maybe you teach your daughter, I'm training, I'm teaching you to be a nurturing person as I'm nurturing to you. Mm -hmm. So those are certain, I think, ideals that are okay. But I think as Tennis said, it's the why of why you feel the need to force it. Because to be honest, I felt like a lot of those girl traditions are forced on your younger kids a lot of it's rooted in homophobia you know you don't want your little boy playing with the pink whatever or the kitchen set because he gonna be gay or whatever you know mm -hmm. a lot of that is rooted in that mindset and that's what a lot of that undertone was with that whole debate on the kitchen set mm -hmm. um Great. and so that's where you get into the why do you care so much because I know a ton of men who cook like hell it is amazing mm -hmm. and I mean, really think about it. Who don't want a man that can cook? Like, what? You don't know how to buy my nephew a taco set as soon as he can stand. Like, next, what? Next caller, please, if you don't know how to cook. Next caller. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, think about it. Like, even as a man, if you're especially my nephew, the way that boy eat, I can just see when he gets older. If you like to eat like this, I would like for you to be able to cook the food that you want to eat all the time. Be, you know, it's, it could be more of a sense of being self-reliant. You need to be able to eat. You need to be able to be cooked. Like, so that's what I'm with Tenna on the why do you want to force this on your child mindset? So. Uh, piggybacking on Alex, she said a lot of people were into that argument because they were afraid of homophobia. I want to add that they're also afraid that their daughters are not going to be good wives because you got to remember a lot of those roles were. I'm making you do this because you need to fix your man's plate. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You need to learn how to cook so you can fix your man's plate. You know what I'm saying? And then when I turn to you and be like, well, tell me about your first marriage. And, you know, you fixed this plate and that marriage still ended. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm the asshole. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we need to teach self-reliance. Like you said, like, it's important. That, that old women depending on men and, and women having to raise a husband, like, that's not what it is no more. I don't. I don't know how to cook and I don't have to know how to cook because there are men that know how to cook. I, you, I don't need to go and want to, find to a cook and want to cook. Like people are raising their sons to cook. So they don't have to find a woman to pick out their clothes every day for, for work. Like it's, it times have changed. And I think like she said, a lot of that is rooted in homophobia, but a lot of that is rooted in just historical gender roles you even you they used to say women went to college to find a husband, a husband now women yeah. go to college to learn to get a better job like it mm -hmm. things yeah, have I changed did, i didn't think i was gonna find my man tonight but i did <laughs> did it was a great i'm still a little sad dream. about that i'm not gonna lie a great that. dream <laughs> a great, you too can still marry a howard bison i just you know <laughs> you too <laughs> i don't know 
And T Gallery was picking over there. I should have reconsidered my engineering degree. Look, I'm in Greensboro. I might have to go sneak over. (laughs) So, um, basically Tiani and Alex kind of wrapped up what I was going to add to the conversation like it seems like a lot of this has to do with um like maintaining a specific roles within a relationship and it's upsetting to hear because I have lived on my own for a while now and so it's like if I don't take out the trash (laughs) Ain't nobody taking it out. Like, Ain't nobody taking out the trash. If, if, okay, I don't, out. if I don't fix this like leaky pipe, or I don't know, I'm not fixing a leaky pipe, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if, if something happens and I need to pull out my hammer, I'm not paying somebody $60 to do what I could do. And vice versa, I know a lot of guys that live alone. If you tell me you can't cook, if you eat out all the time because you don't know how I'm to cook, I'm concerned for your health. It's very embarrassing for and you. Like, and what? your finances. Yeah. You don't and know how to clean the house? Ew. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. Red flag. So I, I think it's, it's important that um, we kind of get out of that whole thing about like gender roles within the family, within relationships, and um, not only outside of certain activities you do in the house, but also when you look at like how gender roles raise children, you always hear about the mom being the nurturer and the dad kind of being like the person that toughens the kids up. And um, that seems to still be a thing. And it's like, we also need to grow and expand out of that but can i ask you a follow-up question Paige? and this goes out to all this goes out to all my single ladies (laughs) okay wow (laughs) 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 um but this is my question is that as much as you value your independence and your diversity and your skill set when do you expect your future partner to maintain some of those gender roles? Like, do you expect him to take out the trash for you? Do you expect him to, you know, pay some bills maybe on a date? Do you expect him to do certain things? Like, what are your expectations? If, if you get over to the trash can and you're doing one of these, <laughs> so that you yes. can throw something away <laughs> and they I get to the trash, trash can, out. I'm gonna cuss your ass out <laughs> if the trash can is no, full you need to take it out if something needs to be taken care of pay the bill am I expecting you to 100% carry everything financially no because I also I didn't grow up in a house where my dad paid everything or my mom paid everything. So I don't particularly expect to be like that either. But I, you know, it, it would be nice to know that everything's not gonna fall apart if mm-hmm. you are not able to participate financially, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Security, I guess. Shift. Like, so more so now, um, the shift is becoming like, 
I don't, maybe I don't like to do that one thing and you do, you know what I mean? So like, even, I know I'm not the single lady, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but like, like Paige, I had been living alone, taking care of everything, you know, myself and like, okay, doing that for so long that having a partner come in and living together was weird because I am used to like, oh, something needs to be done, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? But um, some of the discussions that we have is like, maybe, let's say I want you to help like wash the dishes or something like that. Or there's certain chores that need to be done. And what do you like, you know, let me give you something that's close aligned to your interests and I'll do stuff that's aligned to my interests so that at least it won't be like, oh, you know, gotta do this. Um, so as instead of like, oh no, you gotta do this because you're a man, like, no, I'd rather take out the trash than wash the dishes. So I'll be, you know, in charge of taking out the trash and you wash the dishes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it is part of communication. Yeah, discussions because... around like these are this is what needs to be done. What would you not like, you know, super hate doing all the time? <laughs> and what would I like to do? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie though, if the other thing I find funny is like um maybe we adhere to certain gender norms or traditional gender norms as women just because like maybe I don't feel like doing that like if there's something heavy that needs to be lifted and normally I would lift it myself but there's somebody else here now who can do it so like (laughs) I'm not gonna lie we live in a townhouse and the washing machine is on the bottom and obviously our bedroom's on the top floor and when that basket get heavy I'm like man take that thing downstairs I don't want to lift this heavy <laughs> basket of clothes and lug it down two flights to to wash the clothes like I'll wash them and I'll fold them but I don't want to lug it up and though. down that's mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. like you bigger than like me that. take it downstairs yes. not basically it's not nothing to you <laughs> you that's know science. I could that's drag it downstairs but I don't want to what I look, I look crazy struggling when you can just pick it up and take it out there. <laughs> that's just, that's basically and one, that one fell swoop. So. so John and I are like super committed to the chores that we do. And I do the stuff that I don't mind doing and he does the stuff that he doesn't mind doing. Recently, this summer, I got into cutting the grass because we like have this one little patch. It's mostly a concrete backyard. It's like one patch that takes 10 minutes. And John didn't want to let me do it, but like, I don't know. I just had this itch to mow the lawn. <laughs> like, I don't know why. So I started mowing the lawn this summer because I enjoyed it. And it's just like, we just do the things that we don't mind doing. But to Alana's laundry example, literally, John will, I'll, because I wash everything and then I fold everything. I don't really like go, you know, as I'm supposed to. I'll literally have John carry all the clothes to the bedroom. I turn on the TV. I'll fold the clothes and I'll have John laying on the bed watching TV with me. He's not even folding anything. It's like, just carry it in and carry it out. I don't mind right. folding, just keep me company. And it's like, I just don't like man folding either. So yeah, there's that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
did stuff like that. Like bold things. Sometimes he'll be like, oh, you know, I see, I saw this basket sitting here all day. I'll fold it before she come upstairs. And it's very heartfelt, but I have to refold my own things because I got OCD and I don't like how he be folding stuff. So just leave it for me. Let me do it all. put Gloria's outfits together. Like I fold her, like I put it in the drawer. Exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't know the outfits. And he's stingy with the detergent. He be like measuring. I need scent beads. I need you to count. Like, <laughs> not he be measuring. Uh uh-uh. uh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fill it to the top and pour. The ancestors <laughs> <the ancestors laughs> tell me when to let go. Stop, right? You want to be yeah. detergent like you cook, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. I have, yes. I have two things to say about being a single woman and gender roles. So, for one, dating as a single woman. I appreciate the parents who took the time to tell their son to open the door. Yeah. I appreciate that. I really do. Like when you open the door, open the car door, it actually gives you more brownie points. I appreciate the man who pushes me to the inside of the sidewalk if we're walking down the street. Thank you for protecting me in case a fool drives up on the sidewalk. <laughs> But one thing I can say, the other, the second thing I was going to say is that sometimes as a independent woman, it's hard to let go of things that you have been doing by yourself. So like I'll be struggling if I'm struggling with the groceries and a guy was like, oh, I got you. How do you think I get these groceries in the house the whole time? <laughs> like yep. it's okay to let somebody yep. else so sometimes because you have been living by yourself it can be like oh wow somebody is here to help like and it may not be that particular gender role that they're supposed to do but because you're so used to doing everything it's kind of hard to give it to some or allow somebody to do something for you mm-hmm. but that um, still goes back to doing what you like to do you don't mind carrying groceries right so like I that's do mind. Nothing. <laughs> that's the comment i get so the comment is even if a man comes along and is absolutely perfect they're not gonna be bothered with you because you don't want nobody to help you and i was like it's not that i don't want anybody to help me it's just that my independence makes me feel like a bigger person all right because my family came and lived with me for a while and my brother was very upset that it took me about 14 trips to carry all the groceries in he was like i could have did it in one i was like but i don't want you to do it in one this is how am i gonna close my circle on my watch if i don't carry these groceries like let me do like i have a routine you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you messing up my processes. I, so that's the comment that was made to me. Like, it doesn't, like, my independence makes me feel better. Stuff. I tried to fix my own lawnmower. You know, like, damn, well, I don't know nothing about no lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I What YouTube said. Listen, YouTube said, go get the lovely little Hispanic man up the street to help you. That's what YouTube said. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why you listen. And, and he fixed it within 30 minutes. And I was like, literally, I did not have, it was a simple fix. I don't have the hand strength to do it. It could have been any man, but my neighbor wasn't home. I don't have the hand strength to do it. So that's something I have to work on personally, accepting help. But my, my dependence feels good. And I want to sh- shout y'all out. I want to shout y'all out because y'all helped change the narrative of Black women trying to be engineers and in computer science and different things. So like, if you think about it you really didn't hear that much about being an engineer being a scientist being a math teacher like majoring in math 
different things like that. But now it's so many black women in that field and so many black kids wanting to be black women. I mean, black girls in particular wanted to study that. Like that wasn't Mm -hmm. a thing. It was like Mm -hmm. teacher, lawyer, doctor. Like, and that was it. I do feel like one of us still does engineering, but I feel Oh, but like (laughs) y'all went to school trying to do that. I ain't know about that. Do you still do engineering no, yeah. no, but I have considered. <laughs> I have considered as I am on my career search. You know, I have been thinking about things, but no, your girl does not okay. at all. Something similar. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. I'm not an engineer, but I mean, I put stuff together. So, but like, You're what you do is not something normally that you hear kids say. Right. I want to do that. Yeah. I had a I had a comment in regards to the single thing. So I've had the same issue of I've lived alone for most of my adult life. So I, you know, have to figure out how to do things by myself. Um, and one thing I've learned in like making those compromises of not having to do everything, not so much like someone else or a man is going to do it for me is, but kind of like what Tiani is saying is knowing when to like outsource stuff. So like random example, i like putting things together and I redid a whole bicycle um, and I pretty much did most of it myself but they got to a point where I had to realize okay it's gonna take me two hours to do something that would probably take the bike shop 10 minutes to do mm-hmm. and I finally like let it go and took it to the bike shop and let these people put the tires on properly mm-hmm. and let them put the chain on properly you know and so even though it's one of those things where like there's certain things where it just does not make sense for me to be struggling to do something um, and even I've never had anyone, any man live with me, but even guys I've dated, like, will be like, why are you doing all of that? Like, well, I'm really, really bad about asking for help. And most of y'all can attest to that. I'm very bad about that. And I'm trying to get better. And I think that's a part of like being with someone um, or being in a relationship. One thing I was going to mention, kind of like Lindsay said, is the whole thing in dating and like the whole mindset of chivalry. So I'm still... was raised a southern girl so inadvertently (laughs) there are certain like I guess gender role habits that I don't like I'm not gonna be mad if you don't do it but like Lindsay said you're gonna get brownie points like if you open the door and you know you put me on the inside I'm gonna in the back of my mind I'm gonna know if you just letting me walk all dilly dally on the side of the sidewalk (laughs) like so you just don't care about my life you just don't care if I get hit by a car I'm going to care if I just fall in the traffic. You don't let me sit with their back to the door. I got to switch seats with them or whatever. So, I mean, there are some roles that you just kind of you still want now as we get towards the end of this i want to touch on something that's like more controversial on this topic that i think alex and Lindsay touched on which is sexuality and dating a lot of these gender roles we keep tying back to dating right and so something i tried to explain to an older family member was you cannot conflate or confuse behaviors and sexual preference, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the older generation, so 
in this topic, we were talking about guys who were metrosexual. And this older person in my family said, I don't care if a man gets his eyebrows done, to me, that's gay. And I said to this person, being gay is literally a sexual preference. And unless you're doing those sexual things, you're not gay. You're not gay. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Right. And then the other thing on top of that is also with the dating with the you gotta keep your husband, blah blah blah. If the year in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> yes, our Lord. You think that fixing someone's plate <laughs> is gonna keep that man low counties. All those memes where the phone is going off around it's Thanksgiving. So it's going off. That's Tiani. Tiani yes, is always yeah. that person. Like, yes. yes, I well, am. I'm not answering. You, you will be respectful or disrespected. Okay, Jim's the rule. And nobody disrespects quite like Tiani does. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. And she enjoys it. I'm not the mean one of the group. Right. Oh, no. That's, that's true but <clears throat> there are two things that bother me that if I see a single man and one he has a dangling earring <laughs> or he's wearing a merce it's a no for me that's a preference. Oh, I yeah. thought she was talking about like no, some saying... people may think that that is gay. And that's a personal it's... problem. <laughs> <It's> for me. <laughs> it's definitely but here's the thing, here's the thing. Preference. You wearing those items may be it may be that you are gay, but it's like just because you wear that does not mean you're gay. What makes you gay is you wanting to have sexual relations with another man. That's what makes you gay. Two homosexual men. I particularly don't like the dangly earring. I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't understand it. It's just unnecessary. I don't even what? like the really merch. Like, it's the merch. I don't really like when they have two, but sure. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is like, and I'm gonna ruin this conversation. <laughs> but two homosexual men are not just going to go buy mercies together. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what constitutes the relationship. Okay, so it's just like. <laughs> just getting their eyebrows done together. They're not just buying horses. They're not just picking out dangly earrings. Like, <laughs> they're in a relationship. That's what constitutes a homosexual relationship. So it's just like, you can't be like, he has a mercy, he's gay. It's like, that is not how this works. Like, that's it's not, not I'm gay, let's go buy mercies. <laughs> right? Now, I too, Lindsay, do not prefer dangly earrings. Just don't do it. I just, I don't <laughs> like it. Difference. I don't like it. Ooh, I said I was gonna ruin this conversation. <laughs> when I when I see dangly earrings, I think of Ricky 
that guy on Instagram. Well, Tom is it Thompson? Ricky Thompson? Yes. Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> That's who I think about. So I just Ricky really T. would prefer, highly prefer no dangly. <laughs> I just feel like if you're walking around with a dangly earring, we probably don't have much in common. We don't got much to talk about. We could be friends. I, just, I mean, we sure, would probably have a great time at brunch. Yeah, I just oh don't think this gosh, relationship would work. <laughs> I just don't think we would have much in common. I don't think it would work. I'm indifferent. I like it for the artistic side. Like the, See, I'm not also a not the, artsy person. The haircut. I'm not artsy girl. You know, so I'm like, I don't get the, it. The nice outfit. To ma- like I'm, I'm, I'm See? here for a well-dressed. I'm a square. And I, so. I think that's my thing, Chrissy. It's like, if you have a dangling earring, there's no way you work in corporate America. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking for a corporate American. Yikes. Okay. Okay. Oh, so he wears a daily earring. He must be from out the country. Or you do spoken word? No. It's the spoken word. word. You do spoken (laughs) word. Which is fine. I like spoken word. But you you cross your leg and chill at You're a photographer. Okay. You're definitely a full time photographer. A full time. It's not for me. Shame. But what about the weekends? People have nights and weekends, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, she said full time. She said full time. But well, okay, so you know, nobody comes oh. home before happy hour and they're like, ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's I don't think doing that. Any of them are doing that. <laughs> so if if I see you out at a bar on a Wednesday with a dangling earring, you went to work like that into the eyebrows. Like I make his his haircut at a Dominican spot, and they ask him like, "Do you want like you a want lot of Dominican <laughs> get cultural. their eye shape?" And they no, ask the him, bar is a huge the thing, like doing Hispanic the thing. eyebrows. Yeah. So I would be okay with it, but best believe the first time you come home with your eyebrows done, I'm going to be like, did you clown you? (laughs) Maybe that's our love language. I'm just going to clown you and you're going to do it anyway. (laughs) But I'm going to clown you every time. The only reason I tell him not is because I'm like, once you're going to have to keep getting it done and you're not the type to keep going and get like, you don't care enough. (laughs) (laughs) I but you have to stay committed. That don't care exactly. Enough. And as your wife, I recognize that you're not you're going to. You're not stay going committed. to. So but just you know what? I, I appreciate a man with a nice mani pedi. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I just clear polish or no clear polish. N- just no a buff. Just a buff. Just a buff. Just a buff. John and I started getting pedicures together, and it's really nice. And I had to convince him for a long time. But y'all, why did he go without me one time? <laughs> you was hurt? You was hurt? No, I was proud of him. Because, you know, I feel like a lot of men, um, some men are slow on the self-care train. Yes. And John is like, doesn't do, spend a lot of time like dedicated to self-care. Like he's usually doing something around the house. So on his day off, he got a pedicure mm-hmm. and I was really proud of him. But not only did this man get a pedicure, I'm really talking about this. Um, <laughs> No, why was his pedicure seventy dollars? For what? With no he got, he got uh, like he got the hot wax, the hot he got that parapet, all that. He got a leg scrub. He said, "Let me get the deluxe." 
<laughs> yes. And I was really proud of him because again, like, That's I good think, you know, we should be encouraging, you know, everybody to participate in self-care. Right. Look, so, I'm out here trying to buy somebody's son a beard facial session. I agree. I like the self care. It looks fun. I think but yeah, we, like, you don't I like beard face. Into... That's a different conversation. <laughs> Why don't you like Because I see her face. Because Does... there's got to be something in it. No, That's why you took him to get a picture. He doesn't have to have a um what's that guy? We're not talking about Santa party. Not Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, James Harden. <laughs> James Harden. James Harden. Harden. He doesn't have to have a beard like that, but just he should have a nice... You know. But James Harden can probably afford to take care of his beard as well. Yeah. I mean, no, I, thought he KD could afford, so I, I, I thought KD could afford lotion, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, but KD has needed a haircut since he hit the league, Years. and he still Years. hasn't gotten one. So, and I know he can afford a haircut. Years. I guess my point is, bank account don't make hygiene a well-kept okay. man. <laughs> but maybe, you know. maybe his skin is just that dry. He puts it on and then it ashes back up. Maybe he, he needs some Maybe Isn't he in Texas? Texas? Now we're labeling people and what they have. All right. Are You're way off topic. All right. <laughs> All right, ladies. Does anybody have any last comments about actually skin? Dating <laughs> <laughs> we are sponsored by Jergens and Vaseline. Um, so on that note, some just ending words. I just want to say that it is winter time. We need to up our water, ladies, to help our hair and skin hydration. 96 ounces per day has been the magic number for me. That's about three quarters of a gallon. So yeah, find out what works for you. And on that note, in the words of a great podcast host, drink your water, moisturize your skin, and mind your goddamn business. Okay. I would like to add deep condition weekly to keep your curls popping. And that will be that will be it. Thank you guys. Bye. Y'all.